You can kick your fancy ales, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the Green Dragon. Welcome to the Green Dragon, a podcast about the Middle Earth strategy battle game. Except maybe this one. This one is actually going to be solely focused on the price changes from Forge World. It's going to be a very short episode. It's not going to be numbered or anything like that. It is going to be asking for, for some action on that and some suggestions for how we can do that. And it's going to be designed so that listeners of other game systems as well can get some benefit out of it. Because the if you haven't haven't heard, basically Forge World announced that recently that they were going to make shipping more fair so basically the the uh, there's a cap for shipping and the shipping uh, percentages has changed but also that we can pay in our local currency which is not a good thing because the exchange rate they use bear no resemblance to the actual exchange rates that's the tricky part so in the uk they've got a good deal so lots of people are very happy with it the rest of the world not so good a deal so i'm just going to go through what's happened for the rest of the world just so people no, uh, before we do that, there's going to be people who say it's from taxes and things like that, which is not true. If anything, we're still paying more tax because we're still paying the, the UK VAT, which is not actually allowed to be charged for overseas people. Uh, the import tax and all that sort of stuff, we end up paying on the other end. So there, there's a problem there. It's not based on tax. It's based on the exchange rate calculator they use, which is not, it's either very out of date or it's designed to, to profit. The Iron Hills Dwarf set was £40 from the UK and it still is £40 for the UK. For us, with the exchange rate for Australians, and I'll go through the the, the bigger currencies, and I, I hope I haven't missed out any. That's uh, seventy dollars and nine cents. This is this is as of today, which is the twenty sixth of August, uh, twenty eighteen. For New Zealand, that's seventy six dollars eighty New Zealand. That's fifty one dollars thirty seven US, uh, sixty six eighty nine Canadian, and forty four nineteen euros. So they're, they're the actual prices. So that's the converted prices. That's what we paid a week ago. The current Forge World prices are $100 for the Iron Hills Dwarf set, which is compared to $70.09, so a difference of $29.91, or 43% markup. Uh, $110 New Zealand compared to $76.80, so once again, 43% markup, $33.20 left. For the US price... It's $62, which is actually 51 should be, 51.37. So $10.63 difference, 21% markup. For Canadians, it's 77, which should be 66.89. So 15% markup. And for the Euros, uh, 44, sorry, 50 from 44.19, 13% markup. So all well and truly above it, all of them. So UK pays the same, everyone else pays more. Now, this is on a small purchase. That's one of the lower-end purchases from Forge World. If we went to our magic number of our £250 spend, which is what, what I used to do quite a bit, you'd get, basically, I'll just go through how much the equivalent pounds you're going to be paying. So just the pure equivalent pounds, nothing else. I, I've got all the numbers, all that sort of stuff, but numbers are a little bit boring if I just read them out. So for Australians, we for our £250 order, we now pay an extra £106.71. For a New Zealand order, they pay even more. They pay an extra £108. US orders, an extra £51.71. Canadian, an extra £37.79. And the Euros, an extra £32.85. For nothing. Nothing extra. So that's frustrating for the customers around the world. Some people don't care, and that's okay. That's up to them. Some people care quite a bit about it. For a lot of people, it's just basically 
stop them from from thinking about Forge World. I know that there's some people in the UK that are very happy because they get a better deal on shipping, and that's fine as well. But if you are disappointed in this as I am, here there's a few things you can do, and I'm just going to suggest them, and hopefully hopefully people take them on board. First is you don't buy at those prices, so that that's absolutely a given. You can't if you support that. If they make sales at that price, why on earth would they change it? We've got to email them. Tell the company in a polite email. I've given some templates uh, to the Australian community and I'll give some to others as well. But a polite email, make sure you're asking the correct questions. So don't just say, uh, why did you do it? Because they'll say their standard answer is we don't really understand the accounting software or we don't understand that. They call it Account the Mancer, which I don't know if that's a software program or they're trying to be cheeky. But they, they'll deny knowledge of why it happens. So instead ask, can we go back to the original one or can you give us a choice? So those are questions where they'd have to answer instead of giving them the, the what's the reason? Because who cares about the reason? Now, it's, it's, it is what it is. Like the, they can say what the reason. We probably will never find out exactly the reason. Call them up. Uh, they have a bank holiday on Monday, but not from Tuesday. I'm going to make sure I phone up Forge World. I hope you do the same as well. I'm going to ask them questions like, there's a problem with my order. I can't seem to pay as I used to. It's put in the money and the, the money doesn't add up. It's a very it's a, it's a lot more than it used to be. All these sort of questions to break it up. And then in the end, I just basically say that I'm not going to put the order in. So take up their time. Take up their time. So if they're dealing with this issue over and over again, that's going to cost them resources. So that makes a difference as well. They will, the staff will get sick of dealing with it. Be pleasant to them. The staff, it's not their fault, but they are. They can convey that back to the company or choose to. They can choose to do that or not. So by all means, do that. Ring them up, ask some questions. It's a good way to get it passed on because the problem is that the the people the the call face will deal with it. So the the social media staff, the email staff, the phone call staff, and then. The, the higher-ups who make the choice won't get it, but they will if it's race, wasting resources. If it, the fortune staff suddenly can't deal with the orders because they're spending all the time on the phones dealing with these questions, that's gonna, it's going to get noticed, and that's, that's the main aim. Letters. Actual snail mail letters. Send them to the Games Workshop. I'm going to send one and ask for a meeting with the CEO just to, to discuss basically Australian issues because I'm, I'm not sure that they realise the, the climate in Australia. I'm not going to go into too much detail about that, but as a general hint, it's cheaper for us to just ask someone in the UK to go and buy Games Workshop stuff, anything, just buy it and ship it to us. And we pay the shipping and we end up cheaper. So if that's the case, then why wouldn't we look at other uh, less, less legal or other, other ways to go about it? There is a big community of, of people who have found alternatives for it. And yeah, they find a way. They're very, very resourceful, let's say. And then, if we really, really have to, things like talking to the um, the local UK newspapers and things like that uh, for Australia, talking to the um, ACCC just to, to put inquiries in to look at why they've suddenly marked up by 43% is worth doing. I know that there's been some very positive articles in local new UK newspapers about the share prices and uh, the way that, that Games Workshops make your profit. So I'm sure they'll be interested in hearing about how that They've just gone and marked it up based on region, discriminating against region. So if you live in Australia, you have to pay more for exactly the same thing. It's good good news, controversy, newspapers like that. So definitely that's something you can use. So I just wanted to, to put all those things out there. Of course, you're welcome to disagree with me on it. As always, I'm not going to get worried about that at all. Uh, if you do disagree, the best thing you can do for me is actually just complain about it, like pass things around. Because the way things work is if someone's doing a bit of a protest, 
it gets attention. If people don't like what they're doing, they still talk about it. It still makes a difference. So by all means, talk about it. By all means, say I'm doing a silly thing. That's great. I, I don't mind that because lots of people will find it. And it basically shifts this conversation. It's a real shame because we've just got a new game coming out. We've got a lot of our models coming from Forge World. And they've chosen this time to shift all the conversations towards pricing, which is it's quite frustrating. I personally am not going to display any photos of Forge World models in the future until this changes. So I'm not going to take any photos of my Forge World models. I'm not going to buy any more from now on, but I'm not going to publish them. I'm not going to give them any advertising for that. I'm going, yeah, just so basically I, I'll, I'll finish up the ones I have, but I won't post them anywhere. I'll post lots of out-of-print models, all this sort of stuff that people can't get. And, and away I'll go there. So that's just my own little personal protest. And you can choose to do what you like, but if, if it doesn't matter to you, it doesn't matter to you, I guess. But it is a real shame that this is what it's come to and, and that especially the Australians and New Zealanders, New Zealanders have it slightly worse, that have to pay such a huge markup for no reason other than that we live in Australia or we are Australian or we are New Zealand or we live in New Zealand or whatever the reason is, is is a bit saddened a bit. The next episodes are going to be a lot more cheerful. I just wanted to put this out there in the one episode so I don't have to fill up other episodes with it. So thanks for listening to that. Hopefully it wasn't too painful. By all means, go get online and talk about how salty I am and all that sort of stuff. And if you are in the UK and you don't think it's an issue or something like that, and, and the price isn't, well, what my suggestion is is to go and, and maybe every time you buy something from Games Workshop or Forge World, just donate an additional 43% to a charity or something like that because that will help out your your local area. Maybe donate to a hospital or donate to a, a fund or, or whatever. That would be really good. You'll be, you'll be getting the Australian experience and yeah, and if it's not a problem for you, that's great. That is really great. So that's my suggestion there. That's all for now. Thank you very much for listening and tune in soon. We have, we'll have some coverage of the, the new games and new rules. We'll have talk about Matt and Kylie's trip to Articon and, and lots of other things on as well. So... You've had the bad. Stay tuned for the good. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.